tonight my message is, this is the title. I prayed yesterday and I sought the Lord and I really felt like, Sister Pat, it's so good to see you again tonight. Praise God. I feel like God gave me this title. Are you ready? A miracle is in progress. I've never used that title before in my life. I may never use it again. But tonight, this is what I feel like the Lord told me to speak about. Shh, a miracle is in progress. Now, before we leave tonight, we're going to see God do some great and mighty things. Because whether the Lord is preaching to one person at the well, or He's preaching to 5,000 on the hillside, that doesn't change the miracle power of God. The miracle that happened at the well with one woman was just as great as the miracles that took place with the 5,000 on the hillside. I learned a long time ago that God does some of his most famous miracles when people are least expecting it. Like they come to a Wednesday night and that's well, praise God, I'm glad to be in the house of God. And Like Steve here, they leave with the Holy Ghost on Wednesday night. God just does great things. And people look for him in Jerusalem and he shows up in Bethlehem. So sometimes it can be a small group or an individual or a crowd of thousands. That does None of those things affect God. Matter of fact, if you are a fisherman, you know you may be fishing in a small pond, but you can have some real good fishing if the fish are biting. So here we are tonight, our... Wednesday night, and I'm going to the book of Mark, chapter 8, and verse 22. And I won't be long tonight, but I will be anointed. Praise God. Mark, chapter 8, verse 22. Hallelujah. Man, I feel something already right now. Praise God. God's got a miracle for you tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you know what? I just have to tell you something. Every one of you are very important to God. There's nobody in this building or watching online with us tonight. The guy says, eh, well, they're not quite as important as... No, that's just not the way it is. Your need is very important, and you are very important to God. So here we go. Mark chapter 8, verse 22. And he came to Bethsaida, and they bring a blind man unto him and besought him to touch him. And he took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the town. And when he had spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him, he asked him if he saw aught. And he looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. After that, he put his hands again upon his eyes and made him look up. That's always a good thing. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. Shh, a miracle is in progress. Close your eyes now, lift your voices and your hands to the Lord, and I want you just to begin to praise him from your heart. Hallelujah. 
Lord, I'm not here tonight because I have to be. I'm here because I get to be. I thank you, Lord God, that there is indeed a miracle in progress. I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, Lord, and and what you are doing right now in this place and even outside this building. For the word of God is not limited and it's not bound, O God, to only those who are in this building. But the word of God is free, Lord God, and powerful. And I thank you for it, Lord God, that it's going where it needs to go right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, he sent his word and healed them. And I thank you, Lord God, that you're sending your word tonight and healing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Boy, Brother Peter, I like that light. Thank you very much. Brother Peter came in and cleaned off a light for me. It's been bugging the daylights out of me. Praise God. But he got it done. Thank you. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Let's just have a few minutes of zero in on God and let God do a miracle. You may have come in here with a sickness, and if you have, you're going to leave without it. You may have come in here depressed. You're going to leave encouraged. You may have come in here with all kinds of situations. God is going to deal with with your situation, all you need to do now is zero in on God. Magnifying glass is no good unless you get the light just right and then get it on some tinder, and you can start a fire with a magnifying glass. Praise God. So we focus on God. When Christ and his disciples arrived at Bethsaida, Some people brought a a blind man to him and begged him, literally begged him to touch and heal him. But I want you to notice that the Lord's response was he would do it immediately. And that he didn't say, "I'm, I'm busy. He didn't say, no, not right now. The Bible says, I quote, he took the blind, by the, man, by, blind man by the hand and led him. I just want to take a real quick swing at the devil. And I want to tell you that the devil's a liar. Many times he will try to convince you that Jesus doesn't care. And he is a liar. He wants you to think that the Lord is not concerned with your situation, but remember, he's a liar, and we have proof. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 15, it's on the board. Read it with me. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. We don't have a high priest that is not touched by our infirmities. He's concerned. He loves us. There's an old song, and I, and I just, there's a couple of phrases from that song that comes to me tonight. Does Jesus care when my heart is pained too deeply for mirth or song as the burdens press and the cares distress And the way grows weary and long. Oh, yes, he cares. I know he cares. His heart is touched with my grief. 
When the days are weary, the long nights are dreary, I know my Savior cares. And because we have a high priest that cares, the Bible says in Hebrews 4.16, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Praise God. I say the devil's been lying to you and that the Lord really does care about you and he's ready to take you and propel you to the top. He's ready to help you to succeed, to be victorious. He's ready to help you to feel good about life and, and to feel well and whole. Yes, our Savior does care. So Jesus took the blind man by the hand and led him out of the village and spat upon his eyes and laid his hands over those eyes that he had just spat on. Now, folks, Jesus doesn't always do things the way we expect. I mean, if you came up here and your eyes were bothering you and I walked up and I spat in your eyes... You might be a little concerned. I remember several years ago, a faith preacher was, was preaching, and while he was preaching, they formed a healing line. And you remember, I've told this story to some of you, but some of you are new, haven't heard it. This woman came up in the line and she was standing next to be prayed for. And she had this goiter that was hanging from her neck. It was ugly. And it kind of swung when she walked. She stepped up to be prayed for and the preacher slapped that goiter. Pow! And she was a very proper English lady. And she said, so that's how it is. And she took her hand and she slapped the preacher across the face. And she stomped out. She had to walk a block or so to get back to her flat. And when she got inside her apartment, she was really steamed. And she goes into the bathroom and she's going to get undressed for the night. And she happens to look in the mirror. And when she looks in the mirror, the goiter was gone completely gone. She quickly dressed and ran back to the house of God. And she said these words, Oh man of God, I'm so sorry. I did not understand. For you see, the man of God saw that goiter for what it was. It was nothing but the demon of infirmity. And he got mad at it. He wasn't slapping her. He was slapping the devil. He made the devil's ears ring. And she come running back to the church. She says, oh man of God, I'm so sorry. Listen, you don't always understand the way God works. God doesn't always do things the way you think it should be done. And some people get offended at God. She got offended at the man of God. But I want to remind you something that you know that the prophet said in Isaiah 55 and 8. He said, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. 
For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You're not going to figure out how God does things. You're just going to have to walk by faith and put your trust in Him. You're not going to be able to say, okay, God, I want you to do it, and this is the way I want you to do it. God says, I'll do it my way. And his thoughts are not our thoughts, and his ways are not our ways, and he's high above us. I like another verse of Scripture, one verse in Numbers chapter 23 and verse 19. God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Hath he said, and shall he not do it? Or hath he spoken, and shall he not make it good? Wow, I like that. God is not a man that he should lie. He doesn't have to repent. Hath he said, shall he not do it? Hath he spoken, shall he not make it good? Shh. There's a miracle in progress. Don't talk yourself out of your miracle. Can you see anything now? Jesus asked the blind man. The man looked around and said, Yep, I see men, but I can't see them very clearly. They look like tree trunks walking around. Exactly what he said. Doubt and fear would immediately say to you, Oh no, it's not happening. Because the... The blind man said, I, I, I can see a little bit. It's like I see like tree trunks walking. Jesus has just laid his hands on him. But I want you to notice that miracles can be progressive. That a miracle begins and then it, it continues. And, and, and sometimes he does it by progression. And, and I want you to notice that Jesus lays his hand on him and he says, I do see, sir, but it looks like a, a, some tree trunks walking around. When God caused the great gargantuan walls of Jericho to fall down, how did he do it? Come on now. He did it progressively. Well, you know what I'm talking about. They marched around the walls of Jericho on the first day. They marched around the walls of Jericho the second day. If they'd stopped then, they wouldn't have seen anything more. But God said, march around the walls on the third day. And they did the third, the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. And on the seventh day, he said, you just go ahead and keep marching seven times around these great, big, massive walls. And people could have stood and said, well, if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. But the answer to that was, shh, there's a miracle in progress. Because if you will remember, the Word of God says in Joshua, chapter 6 and verse 10, and Joshua had commanded the people, saying, You shall not shout, nor make any noise with your voice, neither shall any word proceed out of your mouth, until the day I bid you shout, and then shall you shout. Yeah. 
Why did he say that? He knew those people would be walking around those walls and they'd be saying, my feet hurt. Somebody else said, well, yeah, my back's aching. And somebody else would have said, Joshua must have fell off the bed. We're getting ready to go into a battle. And we're going to be so worn out we can't even hardly walk. And God, knowing these things, knowing what he was going to do, he said, listen, Joshua, just tell them not say anything. Shh, there's a miracle in progress. And so he made them close their mouths and walk around the walls of Jericho seven days and the seventh day seven times. And all of a sudden they stopped and God said, Joshua, have them shout. And they all shouted together and the walls came tumbling down. There are some miracles right now that God is doing in your life, and he's doing it in a progressive way. He is doing it in a progressive way. There's a miracle going on in your life right now. Somebody say, praise God. He started it. He's going to finish it. And I'm going to tell you, shh, there's a miracle in progress. We know that after the seventh march around the walls, the, cities fell, the city fell flat, and it was a progressive miracle. So the people shouted when the priests blew with the trumpets, and it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet, the people shouted with a great shout that the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him, and they took the city. I just feel like saying to somebody, you're taking the city. You're taking the city. You're taking the city. God is giving you the answer. You're taking the city. Hallelujah. You might be on your third day of walking around the wall. Don't mess it up now. Just say, there's a miracle in progress. Come on, everybody. There's a miracle in progress. God's able to do above what we're asking or even thinking. I can think of some pretty wonderful things, but God says he can do more than I can think. I declare to you that God is doing miracles right now among us, progressive miracles. Somebody needs to begin to say, yes, Lord, you're doing a miracle in my home. You're doing a miracle in my family. You're doing a miracle in my health. You're doing a miracle in my finance. Come on. You're doing a miracle, God. Hallelujah. It's a progressive one, and I, and I thank you for it. Let's go back to the blind man for a moment. Jesus has taken him by the hand. He's led him out of town. And when he had spit on his eyes, he puts his hands upon him. And he said, you see anything? He looked up and said, I see men as trees walking. Jesus places his hands over the man's eyes again. And as the man stared intently, his sight was completely restored. And he saw everything clearly drinking in the sights around him. Praise God. There are several miracles the Holy Ghost tells me that God is doing in your lives and in this city and in the state of Maine and around the world. God is doing some particularly great things in your lives and in this region. I believe that God has a miracle 
revival for this Kennebec Valley. I believe it with all of my heart that God is going to use people that are sitting here before me and watching with us online, that God has got something he's going to do in your life that's going to be so wonderful and great, and it's already started. It's in progress. So we need to begin to praise God for the miracles that are in progress. Sometimes we just want to praise him for the things, the miracles that are completed. But what about praising him for the miracles that are in progress right now? Does anybody, can anyone think of a miracle that's in progress right now that you're aware of? A miracle that's in progress. Can you think of one? I want you to hold your hand up if you can think of a miracle that's in progress. And would you just join me right now and would you thank God for the miracle that's in progress in your family, in your mom, in your dad, in your son, in your daughter, in your health, in your ministry. Praise God. In your work, whatever it may be, come on, just begin to praise Him and begin to say, God, I want to thank you. There's a miracle in progress right now. I thank you, Lord God. It may not be the seventh day, and we haven't got the seventh time around, but there's a miracle in progress, and oh God, I thank you for it right now. Hallelujah. Now tonight, I'm going to begin to praise God for some things. And as I begin to declare miracles that are in progress, I ask you that you would allow God to put a situation or a person, a family, a need, whatever it might be, whatever God brings to your mind. And I'm going to begin to declare a miracle in progress. I believe God has given me the anointing to do that tonight. Now I need your pulling together with me. There's no need to come to church if your brain's not here. Okay? So don't, don't bug me. If you hear it, you want a revival, you want God to move, okay? Come together with me in one mind and one accord because we're going to see God do some mighty things. There's a miracle in progress right now. And some of these miracles that we need, matter of fact, all of them, none of them are going to come by your power or by your abilities. It's going to come by the power and the ability of God. Now, I know that when I begin to praise God, that God dwells in the praises of Israel. And I know that when the devil comes around to stop you from getting a miracle... He will try to distract you every possible way. And let me tell you what the, where the devil walks. The devil walks in dry places. So if you don't want a miracle, just don't reach out to God. Don't, don't try to get into the Spirit. Just sit there like a bump on a log and wait until service is over and outlast me. And you'll walk out same old, same old as you were. But if you want a miracle from God, I'm going to stretch myself for your behalf. And if you will stretch yourself on your behalf and on your kids and on your spouses and on your family's behalf, we will see a great miracle tonight. I know times when God has moved while people were praying in church and miles away, God was doing a miracle. Are you ready? All right, so I'm going to begin tonight. I'm going to ask you this question one more time. 
Are you ready? Are you ready to claim it? Okay. Those who want to stand with me. And I'm going to say what they said down in Brazil. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. You want to say it with me? That was pretty good for a Baptist. Now let's try it as a Pentecostal. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. There's miracles that are coming. Hallelujah. Praise God. God's about to hand you the keys to a miracle right now. So get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Everything comes by believing God and having confidence in Him. So here we go. I'm going to begin to declare some things, and I want you to get ready. Jesus Christ, tonight we praise you for those who are in the process of being saved right now. Would you lift your voices and begin to name people? Name people right now that are in the process of being saved. I want to thank you, Lord God for saving. I want to thank you for those who are in the process, that are in the process right now. Your children, your parents, your relatives. It could be a cousin. My God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for Earl Stoops right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, a progressive miracle now. In Jesus' name, for Earl Stoops, we pray in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we thank you right now for those who are in the process of being saved. Now you ready? Here's another one. I want you to lift your voices with me and let's praise God for those who are in the process of being completely healed. I want you to name people right now. Say, God, thank you. I thank you right now that you are healing, that they're in the process of being healed right now. I give you, come on, get ready, get ready, get ready. In the name of Jesus, I want to thank you, Lord, for healing my mom. I want to thank you for healing my dad. I want to thank you, Lord, for healing my son. I want to thank you for healing my daughter. Come on, thank you, Lord, for those who are in the process of being healed. I give you praise. Thank you, Jesus, for the healings. Thank you, Lord God, for those you're healing tonight. Lord, for the young man who has the eye problem that you healed. Lord, let that miracle progress tonight in the name of Jesus. For the lady whose eyes were healed in the parking lot, let that miracle progress in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah for Derek Savage. Let that miracle, I praise you, Lord, that miracle is progressing in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody. In the name of Jesus Christ, I praise you, God, for the healings of these people that are in this building right now, that you're healing, oh God. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. I give you praise. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Hallelujah. Here's one I think we all ought to join together. Circle in on me. Are you ready? I want to thank you, God, for those that are in the process of being delivered from addictions and from habits. Come on. Come on. Lift your voice. In the name of Jesus, delivered from oppression, delivered from depression, delivered from every demonic attack. Come on. Get ready. Get ready. Name them right now. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for delivering 
those right now, Lord God, who are bound, but you're in the process of setting them free. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, Satan, you're a liar. Jesus Christ is alive and well. Hallelujah. 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 Are you ready? We're going to keep on doing this for a minute. I want to thank you, Jesus, for the prodigal sons and daughters that are in the process of being restored. Come on, you name them right now. You know somebody that's a prodigal. Name them. I thank you, Lord, right now. Hallelujah. For the progressive miracle. Hallelujah. That you're doing among the prodigal sons and daughters. I thank you, Lord God, for restoration for every one of them, Lord. For Zachary Thomas Stoops. Lord, I thank you right now in the name of Jesus for the progressive miracle. Come on, somebody. Don't miss this miracle. In the name of Jesus. Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh God, I thank you for every one of these people that have children that are prodigals. If you've got a prodigal son or a prodigal daughter, would you lift your hand right now and would you begin to say thank you, Jesus, for the prodigals being restored. Thank you, Lord, for the prodigals being restored. In the name of Jesus, we claim it. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for changing us from doubters to believers. Lord, forgive us every time we've doubted. And Lord, we claim right now, hallelujah, that you're progressively changing us from doubters to believers. You are transforming our old carnal minds that the Bible declares are enmity and hostile against God. And I thank you right now that you're transforming and giving us minds, oh God, of faith. I thank you, Lord God, minds of trust, minds of obedience, spiritual minds, so that we can believe and trust in you. Now, I'm going to tell you something. You've stirred the old devil up, so if you think you're just going to come to church and woohoo, no, you're going to have to pump some iron tonight. Come on, let's give God some praise right now. Praise Him. Praise Him. Praise the Lord. Come on, that's it. Praise the Lord. Satan, you're out of here. In the name of Jesus, there's progressive miracles going on. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. People are being delivered. People are being healed. People are being saved. Their prodigals are being restored. Shh. There's a miracle in progress. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's lift up our voice and praise God for it. To end with this little story tonight, I've come to the conclusion of my message. Cold March wind danced around the dead of night in Dallas as the doctor walked into the small hospital room of Diana Blessing. Still groggy from surgery, her husband David held her hand as they braced for the latest news. That afternoon, 
of March, complications had forced Diana, only 24 weeks pregnant, to give birth to Danae Lou. Danae Lou was a premature little baby, 12 inches long, weighed only one pound and nine ounces. She was perilously premature. But the young couple still found the doctor's words dropping like bombs when he said, I don't think she's going to make it. Doctor said there's only a 10% chance she will live through the night, even then if by some slim chance her future would be cruel. Numb with disbelief, David and Diana listened as the doctor described the devastating problems that Danae would face if she did survive. Here's what the doctor said. She would never walk. She would never talk. She would probably be blind. She would certainly be prone to catastrophic conditions. She would probably have cerebral palsy. She may be completely mentally retarded and on and on. And the mama just began to cry out, no, no. She and David with their five-year-old son, Dustin, had, had dreamed for a long time of the day they would have a daughter to become a family of four. Now, within a matter of hours, that dream was slipping away. Through the dark hours of morning, as, as Danae held on to life by the thinnest thread, Diana slipped in and out of sleep, growing more and more determined that their tiny daughter would live and live to be healthy. But David, the husband, was fully awake and listening to additional dire details. And he felt like he had to confront his wife with the inevitable. So he walked in, told her he needed to talk to her. He said, we need to start making funeral arrangements. Diana remembers, she said, I felt so bad for him because he was doing everything, trying to include me in on what was going on, and I just wouldn't listen. I said, no, that's not the way it's going to be. I don't care what the doctors say. Danae is not going to die. One day she will just be fine and she'll be coming home. As if willed to live by Diana's determination, that little premature Danae clung to life hour after hour with help of every medical machine and marvel her miniature body could endure. But as those first days passed, a new agony set in for that new mom and dad because Danae's underdeveloped nervous system was essentially raw. The lightest kiss or caress only intensified her discomfort so they couldn't even cradle their tiny baby girl against their chest or offer the strength of their love. All they could do is Danae struggled alone beneath the ultraviolet light in that tangle of tubes and wires was to pray that God would stay close to their precious little girl. There was never a moment when Danae suddenly grew strong. It was a miracle in progress. But as the weeks went by, she did slowly gain an ounce of weight here and an ounce of strength there. And at last, when Danae turned two months old, her parents, for the first time, were able to hold her in their arms for the very first time. And two months later... Though doctors continued to gently but grimly warn that her chances of surviving were much less than any kind uh, of living any kind of normal life, were right at zero. Danae went home from the hospital just as her mother had believed. Today, Danae is a petite but feisty young girl with a glittering, glittering gray eyes and unquenchable zest for life. 
She shows no signs whatsoever of any mental or physical impairment. Simply, she is everything a little girl can be, and more. But that happy ending is far from the end of the story I'm telling you tonight. Some of you remember this story, but I felt moved to tell it tonight. One blistering summer afternoon near her home in Irving, Texas, Danae was sitting in her mother's lap in the bleachers of a local ballpark where her big brother Dustin's baseball team was practicing. As always, Danae was chattering nonstop with her mother and several other adults sitting nearby when suddenly little Danae fell silent. Hugging her arms across her chest, Danae asked, Do you smell that? Smelling the air and detecting the approach of a thunderstorm, Diana replied, Yes, it, it smells like rain. Danae closed her eyes again and asked, Do you smell that? Once again, her mother replied, Yes, I think we're all about to get wet. It smells like rain. Still caught in the moment, Danae shook her head, patted her thin shoulders with her little tiny hands, and this is what this little girl said. No, Mommy, it smells like him. It smells like God when you lay your head on his chest. Tears blurred Diana's eyes as Danae happily hopped down to play with the other kids. Before the rains came, her daughter's words confirmed what Diana and all the members of the Blessing family had known in their hearts all along, that during those long days and nights of her first two months of her life, when her nerves were too sensitive for them to touch her, God was holding Danae on his chest, and it is his loving scent that she remembers so very well. Would you just lift your voices? I just feel like there's a miracle in progress. And I'd love for you just to begin to praise the Lord. Receive ye the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Ghost fall upon you. Agree with the Lord right now. Agree with your pastor right now. And say, yes, there's a miracle in progress. Come on, come on, come on. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ, somebody rise to your feet and say, God, I believe there's a miracle in progress. Come on. Somebody rise to your feet and say, God, I believe there's a miracle in progress. Somebody that's watching online tonight receive your healing there's a miracle in progress for you those of you who are in this building there's a miracle in progress some of you began a new intensity of your walk with God that is a progressive miracle don't you let the devil take that away get ready get ready get ready get ready it doesn't matter if you feel anything or not God's still doing it it doesn't matter how your emotions are God is still doing it. It doesn't matter if you can feel it or not. God is still doing it. There's a miracle in progress. Don't worry. It's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Lift your voices and begin to praise the Lord. Hallelujah for the miracle that's in progress. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. You know, sometimes when you're having a miracle in progress. You just have to praise God by faith. Sometimes you just have to worship God by faith. 
We all love to feel the presence of God. I feel it right now. But sometimes, to be quite honest, I don't always feel God's presence. But when I don't, I praise Him by faith. I want everybody that's believing with me. Come on down to the front for a moment. I told you it wasn't going to be a long Bible study. I want you to come down to the front and I want you to say, God, there's a miracle in progress. Hallelujah. There's a miracle in progress. It doesn't matter if I feel good or bad. It doesn't matter if I feel the presence of God or not. I want to feel his presence, but I'll tell you something. There's a miracle in progress. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Let's lift up our voices. It may be a Wednesday night, but you can praise God whether you can feel God or not. Go ahead and give God a rowdy praise. Hallelujah. 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 There's a miracle in progress in your body right now. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I want to thank you for a miracle in progress. Hallelujah, Jesus. I worship you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. I praise you, Lord. Now, in 60 seconds, there will be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. It will happen to those who desire and those who want and hunger for it. There will be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost in 50 seconds now. It's coming. Are you ready? Get ready, get ready. In 45 seconds, there will be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost for those who are hungry and thirsty. In 40 seconds, there will be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Are you ready? Hallelujah. In 35 seconds, there's going to be an outpouring. My God, in the name of Jesus, I'm starting to feel it. In 30 seconds, there will be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in 25 seconds, there's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. The devil can't stop it. God's going to heal you. God's going to help you. God's going to deliver you. In 20 seconds, there's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost upon you and upon your needs. Hallelujah. In 15 seconds, there's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. In 10 seconds, there's going to be an outpouring of the Holy Ghost upon those who desire it. In five seconds, there's going to be a healing. There's going to be a miracle. There's going to be a sign and a wonder that God's going to do. And right now, in the name of Jesus, receive your miracle. Receive the Holy Ghost by the authority of the Word of God, by the authority of the power of the blood. Lift your voices and begin to praise God. There's an outpouring of the Spirit Spirit. If you have the Holy Ghost, pray in tongues. Pray in the Spirit right now because God is doing a work in this city. It goes beyond this building. It goes beyond this building. God is doing a miracle in this city, in the Kennebec Valley. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is healing and delivering, saving and setting the captive free. Oh, hallelujah. That's it. Praise God. Only those who are hungry will receive. Only those who are thirsty will receive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if you hunger for God, if you thirst for God, this is your night. This is your night. Hallelujah. I don't care if you've been hanging out with God for the last 50 years. Lift your voice and begin to praise God. This is a new day. A new day. 
A new day has come. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Ghost. Young people, would you let God use you? Lay hands on people. Come on, moms and dads, wherever you may be, lay hands on somebody in the name of Jesus. Come on, young people. Come on, moms and dads. Let God use you right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Ghost flow through you. For out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Hallelujah. There's a miracle in progress. There's a miracle in progress. There's somebody that's watching online that God wants you to be a part of this revival in the Augusta Valley, in the Kennebec Valley. God is calling you to come and help us for there are many souls that need God in this Kennebec Valley and God is calling you right now in the name of Jesus. Come over and help us. Hallelujah. I believe you, Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house in the name of Jesus. Praise God. That's it. Praise God with a loud voice. I'm not ashamed of this gospel. It's the power of God to everyone that believes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Physical bodies healed. Spiritual souls healed. Mental cases healed in the name of Jesus emotions healed in the name of Jesus Christ finances healed and blessed in the name of Jesus oh glory glory families saved in the name of Jesus thank you Lord I was glad when they said to me let's go to the house of the Lord praise God don't worry about anybody else just give God praise just give God praise. Oh, hallelujah. It's the highest praise.